I can't, I'm not good at starting this. Oh. Are you going to include this? <laughs> you start. Ho, ho, ho. What's up, Dashley fam? Welcome back to another episode of T- Big Little Life with the Dashleys. We are. I said, almost said taking sides. Said it. Dang it. Luna thought you were calling her and she came right on over. That's my love call to Luna. <laughs> Higher octave. <laughs> Mine is. Oh, she's here yep. wagging her tail like crazy. What if I said that to you? Would you come running? <laughs> doopy doopy doo. You wouldn't. <laughs> I tried that this morning and you just stayed asleep. Actually, I was like jumping on the bed. You did not send very direct signals. I said, here I am awake. I thought you wanted and to go work or something. Asleep, and the kids are asleep. When I finally awake. said that, then I got it. Before that, I thought you just wanted to go work out or something. I get too nervous to say lean over <laughs> roll over and kiss me why i, would love I don't if you know because i'm just prude a prude you prudy i think i am so we had our first camping trip we are home thoughts feelings wh- how did it go for you i thought it was so chill i just a simpler way of life out there i am conflicted why here I was thinking I wanted to be this independent woman, right? When maybe when it's were you because I read Little House on the Prairie so much as a child. When you like set up our our what would you our homestead for us every time, it is like just attraction city on my part. You're attracted to me. I am. When I set up the homestead. When, I, when you set up the homestead. As the man of the house. I just have all of these conflicting feelings where I'm like, I'm a modern woman and I can do everything myself. And I can. But when Dallin does the, maybe it's just culture. Back me up if you feel this way. Maybe you don't. Maybe I'm just, it's a fetish that I don't understand yet. When Dallin does the man stuff, like the cultural man stuff. What do you mean cultural man stuff? Like RV cultural like man stuff? Like set up the RV or like, it's like building our shelter, you know? It's a or manly thing to be able to tow a 40 like foot trailer out with out there barbecuing or when I'm like, I don't know how to do this, but really I probably do. I just play the girl card and I'm like, mm, I'm a girl, carry this for me or go set up the sewer. <laughs> I... <laughs> Ashley, it really turns her on when I hook up the black tank. I have this girl in me named Lazy Ash, and I love her, and I honor her, and she's one of my favorite parts about myself, but she just loves to be taken care of really hard. I think that there is just a little bit of a masculine spirit and a feminine spirit resonating there a little bit. There are masculine energies and feminine energies, and that's not to say one is better than the other. Dallin they are to say they're just different. Performing a lecture. I'm going to pontificate now. <laughs> Tell me more about feminine There's energies. There's masculine <laughs> energies and feminine energies, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah, and I don't know if my feminine energy is the same as everyone else's feminine energy, but like, this is why I want land. If I saw you out there, like mowing the lawn like a like a bad a. Without yeah. a shirt on, with your ball cap on backwards. Not pushing a lawnmower, like riding a lawnmower. You're going to say something else. Okay, go on. It would be very attractive to me. This is why I keep pushing Well, that's for land. what I want to do. Dallin resists all of these changes I push for. She thinks my track is sexy. Country music. I grew it up really in Georgia. Turns like around. Dallin always tries to wear his ball cap forward, and I'm always like, turn it around. Turn it around right now. 
do you wish I had a ball cap on with like a curved bill instead of like the maybe like coming of age hat? in a very and I say this with love like rednecks town. Mm-hmm. No, we I think anybody who's ever been and stepped foot in Dawsonville, they will feel comfortable calling that a redneck town. And I love my town, and I am proud to say that that is my town. It's literally where NASCAR started. I'm just saying, like, coming of age, becoming a woman in that setting, maybe it, like, imprints on you what you're like deeply attracted to this is the all you need to all these people trying to write love and relationship books out there just go to her hometown Del and, and see I what have was these, culturally like, normal we try there. and be classy people but and culturally appropriate stop. according to your wife's hometown and she you will went out back you. and like pulled out a, a a turkey peanut boiler situation you boiled a turkey and peanut oil hot dog boiling turkey for lunch <laughs> playing some country music <laughs> gather around kids i just start stripping probably i don't know <sighs> see i'll write that book just stop resisting and it's only gonna be one chapter <laughs> just stop resisting my dreams the ashley dreams mm-hmm. they will all lead to more sex well probably if you for told you. me these ashley dreams i would gladly write them down and implement them i've told you immediately if, you, if, if it if i moved somewhere with the percentage more sun a year that there is, is the percentage more romantic that I feel. <laughs> okay. We're I, moving to Death Valley. I tell this to you out of love. <laughs> I just moved into the middle resist. of Nevada. Dylan's like, I just need to live in the mountains by a ski resort. And I will allow it, but there will be consequences that I can't control. I think that you would want to be romantic more often when it's cold. No. Because you get to get all cozy under the covers and you know the best way to prevent hypothermia is to be naked in a sleeping bag with somebody. No. That's how you warm up. I I don't like There we go. Title of this podcast, Naked in a Sleeping one Bag. One of my goals as a 30-year-old <laughs> in this decade of my life, one of my goals is to become more comfortable naked. I will help you practice. <laughs> I it gets cold and I just layer on and I like to get under my weighted blank will and I eat a, a lot of food. Uh-huh. And I, I try and comfort my discomfort with a fireplace so that my body doesn't have to produce heat. Much food so that my body has the ability to produce heat <laughs> and multiple weighted blankets. You're, you're, tri- you're being too independent about all this warm my body up stuff. If you were to just get naked in a sleeping bag with me. When am I going to be in a sleeping bag? Like, Okay, blankets. At what point of the day are we going to be like, all right. We Whenever have... you want, I am ready. You say the word. You don't understand how fast I Here's can take my thing. clothes off. My parents moved to St. George, right? Mm-hmm. They moved to St. George. We don't know why, because they're here most of the time. Because they miss, like my mom misses the family. Right. And we're the closest option. So they come up like every week <laughs> for a week. And I <laughs> love it. <laughs> I had never, like, I grew up, my grandparents didn't live by us most of my life. They moved by my us in Georgia as I was leaving for college. I just grew up never, like, having family, A, live close to me, or B, live in my home, okay? Mm-hmm. And I knew a lot of people who were like, oh, my grandma lives with us. Or, like, you you, you recognize cultures where that's more common. Mm-hmm. Um like my family culture is you turn 18, you move away and you, you don't live with mom and dad and mom and don't dad bother don't me again until you. you have grandbabies. Right. But like you don't live with us. I am opposed to this as 
and I never thought I would be. Our life, I feel like, is so much more chill when my family is in our house. They're live-in babysitters. We have like a big enough home. I mean, okay, Eric and Trish, there's more <laughs> we? that I like you here for, but that is nice. They're always like, and I thought, I didn't know if I would love it. Maybe I'm just 30 and cr- um, amazing things happen when you turn 30. Get ready, Dal. It's the best year of my life so far. Really? Um, we have a big enough house. So I feel they, like you finally learn who you are when yeah, you're 30. Yeah, I don't know. They have their own space. 20s are still figuring like, it Dal out. But and I can be like, I want to go to the store. Let's go to the store together instead of just one of us going. And my parents will be like, can we live? The- can you guys watch the kids for 30 minutes every night after the kids are asleep? We just leave. It's been awesome. We're gone till midnight. We just listen we to just- podcasts, drive around, go to the store. Just anything. And are my parents are there. They they go to bed at like 745. Yeah, but they're just like, my mom's just putting on for pajamas just at like 630. We like they are. It's great. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. I never want them to leave the chinese and the hispanics got it right when with mothers and grandparents all just chilling in the same house i'll like hang out with the kids for 45 minutes i also think that other people get it right where they have a mother-in-law suite little yes little uh yes extra just this, close enough that you can be separate like separate segment of the house when you're at that moment where you're like gosh i would kill for a break if your family was close enough to say go run over to grandpa's house george or like they can just go there. It's so, so nice. Yep. So if they live in your house. You can go on a date every night. We're putting out the call to institute more family living together. I am for it. George and James. George and James love have, it. Like when we're just we can't have play a room with in them? our house, a whole segment of our. I lo- like as we've been touring houses in St. George. It's really common to have mother-in-law a suites casita. or casitas. They call them casitas there. Yeah. I guess that's more culturally. I don't know. It's They're just both what making they call fun of there. Yeah, so a casita, a little house, a separate entrance, their own little kitchenette, bathroom. It is just lovely. I it's really want so a house nice. with that sometime. Here's another. Your thing. guests can come, not feel like they're intruding, but still be in your house. It's just I can't say enough. And I never thought I would be that girl, but if we ever move again, we will have a mother-in-law apartment, and we will beg either my mother or your mother to live there it'd be great it'd be so nice yeah i'm for it do any other cultures do this i only called out chinese and hispanics i think like my mom grew up in pennsylvania and there was a really big like italian presence yeah i think they were or maybe a lot of different people do i don't know and she said a lot of them had their grandparents live with them i just never did and i know that happens too like in utah i don't know though well let's bring it back you Um, guys Tell us if you have this going on and the pros and cons of it and if we should continue yeah. promoting this Let lifestyle. Us know. We can talk about this more. <laughs> do, your, does, do you have family members live with you? Is it great? Is it bad? We want some want some insight. So email. Hello Dashley's at gmail.com. And just title it like Big Little Life. My in-laws live with me. Uh-huh. I have Dash. a whole folder. I have a whole folder in my inbox of emails to read on the podcast. So if you title in the subject line for Big Little Life. I'll just put it right there and mm-hmm. it will be part of the discussion. Okay, moving on, Ash. Moving on. I was thinking about how we fight. Let's talk about that. And it's funny to me. We haven't seen our therapist in a really long time. Hashtag Corona. So I, I, I have become that for us. Um, 
whenever we fight, I feel like we conclude the same things. Like we kind of like spit the same thing. Like, do you know what I say to you every time we fight when I'm like disappointed and in like in shock? Like, I thought we were better friends. Uh-huh. And what do you say? We are. I'm just in fight or flight mode. No, we're not thinking clearly. Would, no, like I say, I thought, I just thought we were better friends. Like we're just not as good of friends as I thought. And you always say, we just work terribly together. That's like, that's oh. what like you go to. And that's what I go we to. We just work terribly together. And I was thinking like, I think that's like, let's just break this down right now. Shall well, we? I think those are just, well, for me, like, I think that's a personal fear. Like people don't like me as much as I thought they liked me. Oh yeah. Cause definitely not that. I just need to learn to manage my emotions when I get anxious in fight or flight mode and my cognitive reasoning shuts down because I'm in my amygdala. Dallin does this thing. We discovered this like year four of marriage, the, the difference between us. Dallin just spits, just things come out of his mouth. Like he doesn't have a filter, right? Or like you don't, you don't necessarily know if you agree with what you're saying until you say it. You're right. That's how my brain works. And Ashley just reasons like a beautifully in her own mind before she ever says I, a word. It's like Thomas Jefferson lives think in well my head. Inside like, my mind. When I inside deliver... Inside my mind, there's like Coldplay songs slash whatever jingle jangle the kids were last listening to. Slash, slash maybe, thoughts on chicken nuggets. It's like <laughs> chicken nuggets, <laughs> the Traeger. Wondering when there's we'll like order There's like concepts Schwans. bouncing around like, like, like pinballs, like ping, ping pong, pong balls. And the only way that they're organized is when I actually speak them out. And... If I'm also angry and for anxious and frustrated, then it's just not a good combination. So we'll say things and I'll be like, how could you say that? I and I'll be like, you know, actually I didn't mean that. And I'll be like, but you said it because it, for me, I have it like a well-ordered essay in my mind. Like before <laughs> I come to you with something, before I say it, I need to know that like, A, it's going to hit hard. B, it's true, at least for me. And C, like try and try and try and have a comeback for that one like mm -hmm. like a lawyer and it's like how i really feel like i don't want to say something unless it's how i really feel it's that combined with the strong need to be right on both of our parts that we could probably get over a little bit when Dallin really says like things like right. on both of our parts it usually means that's what i do <laughs> looking He'll at say you things like <laughs> we just really need to learn how to be better about communicating <laughs> or like or like what you just said yeah on both of our parts we have a really strong need to be right <laughs> that's just speaking personally that's podcast <laughs> lingo for ashley sucks at that part yeah no, no i was just thinking about how i always go to we're it's human not nature to get defensive and we're just both working on getting over that but your assumption is always we should never have chosen to work with each other and my uh, uh... Just in the heat, in the heat. Just that we really struggle at it sometimes when emotions are high. Or like the final judgment, we're bad at this. And mine I've always is, had this. I got married with the assumption that w you're supposed to marry your soulmate you jive perfectly with. And you always hear people maybe. saying, we finish each other's sentences. We work so well together. We're best friends. And when it doesn't seem like that or when you're having disagreements, some, I have a fear that, I don't know. There's a lot in there, but I'm just working on just chilling the F out and just like, let's talk about this. Yeah. You know, one of my goals, actually, I watch the Bates family bringing up Bates and I don't want to be them. Right. Like, I don't agree with all, everything they are religiously or 
I think they're great and I think they have every right to be what they are, but I think they have really great tidbits. One of the tidbits, the mom was talking to the kids and they, the kid, one half of the kids weren't agreeing on something and the other half wanted something like they weren't, there was a, a disagreement and the mom came up and she was like, you know what? Like this isn't, it's not so important to me, her and the kids who wanted it one way. And she was like, right now I'm going to choose to be a peacemaker and we're going to let you guys have your way. And, and maybe the next time we have a disagreement, you guys can remember that this time we were the peacemakers and you can be the peacemakers next time. I thought that was really good. It's good. It's good. I, I was going to go somewhere different with the Duggars, but that was a nice principle you brought up. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, there is a totally different spirit about choosing to do something versus being told this is what you should do. Yeah. Those the and we aren't see the that Duggars. right now. What's her face and Derek. Jill. Jill and Derek, they did a little Q and A. They're kind of frying, flying free little little free flyers, you know? They just don't they're not as she drinks now. Not she doesn't like, drink. She, I mean, she's not like a drunkard, but she just said she has a pina colada at dinner now, which is totally against her family values growing up. But she says, what did she say? You watched it, not me. It was cool to watch um, when you turn 30. <laughs> you start <laughs> feeling more comfortable, I feel like. Or maybe that's just me, like, kind of being more true to yourself. And if you don't want to do it the way your parents did it or your husband's parents... It, that's a really scary thing to get married and be like, hey, we don't want to do it that way. To me, it kind of feels like you're saying, I think you're wrong. And it doesn't mean that. It just means your way isn't my way. They're both good ways. It's just not the way I want to do it. And it was it was really in, kind of like cool to see them doing that because that's the thing Dallin and I are really hesitant, me mostly, to do. Like, I don't want to disappoint everyone. Well, I was it Gary Vaynerchuk or somebody that said so many people live their whole life not doing what they would normally do just because they wonder what their parents would think about them, even like, as adults. And I don't, I think and a I, lot of like that is out of love. Like I love yeah. my family so much. I want them, I don't want them to regret how they raised me or I don't want them to think I don't approve, like uh, that I think they're wrong or that like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I was reading a book called the way of the true man or something like that. And he, there's a whole part in there called live as if your dad were dead. And it was kind of just about forget about your dad's expectations that he put on you growing up. Loving like they're, well, at least for me, they were loving expectations. Oh yeah. And no dad thinks that they're doing what's wrong for their kid. Yeah. Everybody think is doing the best they can with the understanding they have at the time. Nobody thinks they're wrong. So the only point he was getting at was do what makes you happy and set your own, like determine what success looks like for yourself, not based on what you've been told you should or shouldn't do your whole life. And more often than not, it seems like according to this author that dads put a lot of big expectations on their sons. And that is a leading driver of behavior one way or another, you know, throughout their entire life, just wondering what, because their parents, voice becomes their inner voice in their head you know mm -hmm. and that can either be good or bad but you should be the one that decides that not your parents as great as they might have been you and, know it might be so for i think Dallin and i feel really similar about like wanting to please our parents i think we're classic metal children where we're like 
look at me, look at me, look how good I am. Like, notice me, like, look, I'm doing everything you've ever wanted. Look yeah. at me. Yep. Um, so it's really hard and weird to not want to be that way anymore. Yeah, Thoughts. just kind of living your own, living your own truth. Whether or not, what did you say is. about disappointing other people? Like, it's not, it's not your, it's not on you. Right. Everyone, if it disappoints them, like your you're sorry, but it's not your job to shield them from disappointment. Not your job to shield them from disappointment. Not your job to shield other people, your parents, your siblings, people at your church, people at work. Well, it goes shield back them. to like my greatest fears. Like, I don't want my parents to look at me and say, we weren't as, we're not as good of friends as I thought we were. Well, that's sad. That's just like the fear that I, like when we fight, that's what I go to. Oh, we're not as good as friends as I thought we were. Yeah. You go to, if we fought, if we didn't, if we worked well together, we wouldn't fight. If, mm-hmm. if we were a good family, we wouldn't fight. If we were a good like friendship, we wouldn't fight. Yeah. But I think that any two people in the entire world being part business partners together would have lots of disagreements just because they're two different people with two different brains and two different upbringings and two different outlooks on life. No matter how similar they might be, they're still different. And I think that it just comes down to being able to talk and reason and express your feelings, feeling safe, expressing your feelings and thoughts and emotions without, um, resentment or, um, disgust or contempt coming from the other person, but just, just talking in it my, out. For me, it's just being able to express your emotions without crying or that <laughs> the entire time. Or Yeah. Wait. What do you think I'll, re- how do you, what do you think I'll think of you if you cry? Well, I just want to get to a point where it's not so like anxiety and stress inducing to express my emotions that I'm able to do it. Not sobbing. Yeah. Yeah. It should be super normal thing to do. Yeah. But it's not, I guess. Well, I hope you can feel safe around me expressing your emotions. Well, <laughs> that should be the hope of any I think relationship. We're getting there. Yeah. I think you're getting there and I'm getting there. Give us six more years. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I tried CBD oil for the first time. <laughs> I'm over here like we're not ready to share that. <laughs> okay, I've been doing some research, and it's like, well, it's not. It's illegal. from the same plant. It's not illegal. It's from the same plant as marijuana, so that's why there's a big stigma, a stigmatism around it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there's a lot of astigmatism around it. <laughs> That's something Michael Scott would say. I'm just a little stitious about it. So it comes from the same plant, but it's just hemp. It's not, it doesn't have THC, which is the part that gets you high. It's just other cannab- cannaboid, cannabid, cannabidiol, something, something. Things I would never think I would hear Dallin say. Okay. Right. So just because it comes from the same plant, people are weary about it. But it's not the part that gets you high. But there's other parts about it. Maybe I'm just having a super um, a super placebo effect happening right now. But I feel really chillax. I just feel Isn't like relaxed. Isn't that high? No, I don't know. But so, I, I think high is different. Okay. I've talked Dallin about this before. Dallin and I have never been high. So. I've talked about this before. I went to a Trevor Hall concert. And lots of people around me were smoking marijuana. Right. And so I do think I got a little secondhand high there. And all I remember was driving, my friend was driving, I was driving, my friend was driving home and he played this song by Elisabetta 
and I was like feeling the song. It was crazy. I was like, so my eyes were wide open. I was like, dude, this song is so good. <laughs> so I think I was, because I don't feel like that. I just feel really relaxed. If and anyone's like, confused I don't care. right now, like Dallin and I grew up, we are like Mormon. So we grew up with a, a code of conduct called the word of wisdom, where you're not supposed to drink to your coffee. You're not supposed to drink alcohol. You're not supposed to do any drugs. And we were both, I mean, I don't know for sure about you, but for me, like I never did any of that. Nope. Very, very orthodox. So, <laughs> this is why we're like, I wonder if that was high. <laughs> was that high? Am I high right now? <laughs> no, but it's like, hasn't been studied, but the FDA is studying it, but they haven't done like conclusive studies. They say in 10 years, they're going to have a lot more conclusive studies. My brother-in-law studies. says it's all placebo. But yeah. Your brother-in-law is a doctor. So see what I mean, really I don't, he thinks that, but a I lot don't. of other people claim that it helps their anxiety and stuff. And maybe I'm just placeboing out right now, but I just do feel like my anxiety is just chill and I'm just relaxed. I'm excited to maybe try Maybe I'm also some. just really tired and don't give a crap but i just feel really i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna take a cbd pill when um we fly on a plane next time it's like a gift for yourself i don't know anyways well more on that let us know if you take use so i guess we are not quite sure our church's stance on cbd oh it's not it's it's fine it's not that's why i'm like like, the church doesn't say specifically don't do anything from the marijuana leaf. It says don't do marijuana, like illegal dr- illicit drugs, you know, then and THC like marijuana is illegal. But CBD is not illegal. And you guys might it doesn't even have THC in it. You might be kind of like by full spectrum hemp and it has below the legal limit. It's right. less than 0.3% of it is THC. You guys might be like reading between the lines a little bit in these last podcasts or some of our vlogs. Dallin and I are kind of reconsidering what our relationship with our church is i think would be a good we're not out we're still in but we're reconsidering what just like what what that means to us um and just kind of reassessing our our place in the church and and i don't know where it's we're gonna fall and i just want it to be a place that we're happy in and I'm not saying we don't believe in it anymore. We're just kind of for the first time, like I don't, some people might relate growing up in a, in a religion. In a high demand religion. Um, you know, like I didn't know, I didn't know there were other religions out there until I moved to Georgia when I was in like, and that might be common. I was in like second grade. And then I didn't know there was any other school out there besides BYU until like literally probably like middle school. And I've just, we've just never kind of like, we're just, I don't know. It's like a really uncomfortable, but also good thing to do. Empowering. Um, And it's really a hard thing to do when it's something that's so much a part of your family culture there's like not a lot of words but it's just kind of a weird a place we never thought we would be but we are and we're just trying to like kind of follow our hearts through some doubts amidst some beliefs amidst some hopes amidst some fears 
Couldn't have said it better myself, it's Ash. It's been really hard to vlog or podcast because we're very open and vulnerable about our lives. And this has been something we've been keeping really private. And I, I don't want to make it super public. And I'm not saying like we're... I don't know, like our, we're part of a, a bad organization or an organization that we don't love. We're just kind of figuring out what we believe, kind of. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you, you guys heard the last podcast where I talked about my mental health and how I've taken a lot of things too far with respect to, you know, religious And that might not be life. on I'm the just, church. That might be on... Yeah, that's just me personally. And so I'm just reevaluating some things for my own mental health and it's so far been very 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 kind of empowering and happy and rewarding and enlightening and very uh very good trying to do things out of a desire and a love for for like the path we're on versus a fear of breaking rules right as I everybody think, should i think that's a health we're just trying to have a, a health because you want to not because you feel like you should i talk about that a lot yeah and I've learned a lot about Dylan. I didn't know, like, I've, I'm a chill girl when it comes to religion. And I had no idea how unchill Dylan was until I think so many of our issues have to do with us having different ideas of religion, maybe, would be the word. Or, like, how religion plays in our lives. Mm -hmm. Or, like, it shocked Dallin that I had different religious beliefs being a member of the same church as him. I thought all Mormons were the exact same. He, so like Dallin's very, the box. Dallin's very black and white and I'm very gray. Like everything about me is gray. I think, or, or it's like, do what you want and I'll do what I want. And like, don't, <laughs> don't like, don't push anything on me and I won't push anything on you. And like, like doubt, like how we fight. Like if we were more similar, if we were more compatible, we wouldn't disagree on anything. Mm -hmm. That was all disagreeing on things was always really scary for Dallin, especially religion or new or nuances of religion. And it's, I think well, that's how far my OCD would take, you know? Yeah. If we're both in tune with the spirit of God, then we wouldn't have differing opinions. Right. And I'm just like, we would be led to the same conclusion. And I was more of a God's in my heart. Like if I feel good about something, I'm going to do it. And if you feel good about something, you should do it. And things that are good for you might be different from things that are good for Everything me. Everything basically boiled down to if something's going wrong, then I'm not worthy. And that's just so unhealthy. Right. I don't blame the, like the LDS church for that. That's like, it's just a really unhealthy. Just like a weird button. Maybe that was some things in the church exacerbated the that, but it's just an unhealthy thing it's that like, I think um, a lot of people can Taylor slip Swift. into growing up. I don't yeah. know. According to the book that I read like four times now called No More Mr. Nice Guy. It says that that's a common quote unquote nice guy thing where you think if you are meeting the needs of others, hiding your mistakes, being a good boy, then you will have all of your needs met and be loved and have a problem free life basically. And yeah. that's like the paradigm that quote unquote nice guys or nice girls grow up with. And I don't think like, and then when you reach your thirties, you realize that other people, it's not other people's jobs to meet your needs. Nobody was put on this earth to meet your needs and you are to take care of your own happiness yeah it's like taylor swift's song we heard it the first time her album came out that it, where it's like death by a thousand cuts that's <laughs> terrible death by a thousand cuts <laughs> it's beautiful yeah um, but i think so many things it's not just one thing causing us to be a way the way we are it's 
a thousand little things that just kind of happened and it it kind of like creates a, a personality dimension in you or some something like that yep in other exciting news um we took a pregnancy test and it was negative and it was just kind of we just wanted to make sure i was feeling really lightheaded that day and i think it kind of well i know it does it runs in my family like my grandma even me with george and a lot of my aunts the you kind of your first signal that you're pregnant is that you just start passing out. And that's probably, I talked to my doctor and he said it was fine. I didn't pass out. I just felt really lightheaded. And just like the timing of when we had stopped birth control to that day, I was, it could have happened. So we tested and we were negative, but it was just a really cool thing to, to be excited, to be excited. Like I remember yeah. testing me like, Oh, this would be so fun. Like, we're very open to it. It's it, like, I guess after James where she came as a total surprise when we were not prepared, it was like a tsunami mentally or, you know, you know, like, what? yeah, it was like a way this is happening to you. But now like, it's fun that we're totally choosing for this. Yeah. And like George was just unknown. I mean, we said this like George, we didn't even know what we were doing. Like well, yeah, nobody into. knows for their first one. So it's cool to know and to be excited. And I didn't know how excited I was until we tested. So we're really, we're just really excited. Yep. I think it'd be fun as we go through this. I don't know if you do this, but like I constantly think about names. Yeah. Do you have any? I've thought of a few boy names. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. Like every couple of podcasts to be like, these are the, the names we like this week. If for, for whenever baby three comes. I like Malcolm. Okay. I like Parker. These are, you're pretty, you stay the same pretty much. This has been for uh-huh. a while. And I like, oh, there was another one. Do you still I like forget. Conrad? George was oh, almost yeah. Conrad. Conrad, I love that name. That's a cool name. Conrad Anchors is like one of, like the person I look up to a lot. He's a outdoors everything outdoors guy uh-huh it's really cool what is a girl name or jimmy is also a really cool name we can't have a james and a jimmy that would be weird oh yeah <laughs> this is james and this is jimmy one's a boy one's a girl <laughs> you guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe it's a girl uh if it's a girl man i i haven't thought as much about girl names part of me feels weird thinking about girl names because I'm like only supposed to think about Ashley. What? You can think about names for our daughter. It's just my mind doesn't even want to go there. Go there. Okay, I'll let it. All right. I'll think about that. But I've only thought about boy names. Okay. I heard the name Harriet the other day. And I thought it was really cute. Harriet. It's different. You know, like it's really different. Mm-hmm. But I kind of think it's cute. I don't think it'll make it to the end. But I, my, I, my brain likes it for a boy. I was thinking I was hanging out with my grandpa the other day and my grandpa's story is his mom and dad had a daughter and I may be getting this wrong. And then they had two sons and then both of those sons died pretty close to each other. I think they both got sick and one was like 10 and the other was younger. So they both died and then they had my grandpa and he was like their the beloved or his mom's like beloved after losing two babies. But the babies who they lost were James, 
One was named James Lyle and one was named Edward Foster. I thought Edward Foster was a cool name. Edward Foster. Because, you know, we have like a George. So yeah. I sometimes go down the whole like um, kind of posh English names. Mm-hmm. Edward's pretty cool, I think. You could call him Ed, Eddie. Yeah. Or Foster's kind of a cool name. That is a cool name. Yeah. Foster. I just have always, like, we used to visit their graves all the, every year when we had family reunions. And I always remember, it's just haunting, you know, thinking of two kids your age who have died. And, like, my grandpa and grandma would always talk about them. And we would always go special visit their grave on family reunions. So I've just always remembered their names. So I think it's a cool name. Who's that one celebrity who's in Pirates of the Caribbean? Um, Will? Orlando Bloom. Orlando. That's a big name. Orlando? He just had a baby girl and they named her Daisy. Daisy Daisy Dove Bloom. Wow. How cute is that? That's like a sentence almost. Well, it's like... Her, her last name's Bloom. Cause, mm-hmm. But Daisy Bloom, stop. Daisy Bloom. <laughs> stop. <laughs> That's, so That's Katie Mary. Him, it's him and Katy Perry. Yeah. Daisy Bloom. We thought Katy Perry would marry John Mayer when we were in our wedding song was Katy Perry and John Mayer. You love who you love. Yeah. I thought they were going to get married. It was going to be the perfect song. And then they break up and we're like, <laughs> oh, our song is sung by two people that didn't make it's okay. it. okay. A lot of people don't make it. So that's it was fun. still a song of love. Yeah. Not just John Mayer seems like he might be a hard one to love. I don't know why. He, I think he's a tortured soul. John? Well, I mean, like, listen to his songs. He's very introspective. I love his songs. I think his phase of life right now is trying to just be present and he's be himself. So, he totally like, be is truly doing himself. so good at it. I love his show on Instagram, Current Mood. Is it still going? So funny. It, he's the last season stopped he had seasons but he just does little things every once in a while now have you seen you we just watched his land rover commercial he did with them it's so well done it's you're good. just hanging out with john mayer for like five six minutes and then at the end there's a new acoustic song by him which is really catchy oh so good i want to listen to that again it was really good you know, listen to that right now all right well I guess the only other news is my parents are trying to convince us to move to Maine with them. These are the parents who just moved to St. George. So if I've you have any advice Maine. about Maine. If you Maine, live in Maine, tell us what it's like up there. Do you feel like you're isolated from the rest of the country? Because that's my fears. Also, it's probably just the same as if you live in Florida or anywhere else. Is How much worse is the winter than a Utah winter? Is there a winter in Maine? On the beach? Oh, Does it freeze over? Doubt. There is a big... Are you kidding me? I guess it's pretty north, but... I figured it would be the same as Seattle. No. No? Is it further north than Seattle? It's just very different. I didn't do well in geometry. (laughs) (laughs) This is when I make public school jokes to Dallin because I was homeschooled. Um, Okay. Well, we're going to go record Taking Sides. Come over, chat, send us all your questions about your relationship issues. And we will just hash it all out for you. (laughs) Don't need to do a thing. We'll take care of it. Yeah, it's it's the podcast is called Taking Sides, the marriage podcast. Yep. So see you there.